0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young.
1: Well, hello
0: there. Welcome to the Transformation for Success Show.
1: I am so excited, but first I want to give a big shout out to all of my international, national, and local listeners, and a big shout out to my West A family. I hope you're having a great day, because I certainly am, (laughs) and I'm excited about today's show, because we have my fellow dynamic and inspiring host on Voice America Dr. Danielle Delaney, who has her own radio talk show, The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. Well, I want to tell you a little bit about Danielle before I bring her on. So, Danielle graduated from UCLA with a bachelor's degree in psychology. She has a doctorate in theology, and she's a certified crisis intervention counselor, specialist in addiction and recovery aftercare, rape crisis counselor, spiritual counselor, a sober coach and interventionist. This woman has numerous skills and her experiences with individuals is absolutely awesome. She's worked with couples and families who are all seeking holistic healing and wellness. This woman holds the distinction of being the youngest and the only woman of color to own a sober, companioning business in the United States. Moreover, I'm pleased to share... She is an award-winning author of her first book, Believe It or Not, Expect Delays, How to Reclaim Your Life, Light and Soul After Trauma. Dr. Delaney has been involved in a number of interventions over the years, and she's been active with a number of boards. She's featured in a number of health journals, and she's had numerous appearances on radio and TV. Her background is too numerous for me to try to go in, in at great length, but today, you're going to hear her amazing transformation story of reclaiming her life. So I want you to stay tuned to the show. I want you to email any of your comments or feedback at infotransformationforsuccess.com. You can also access me through my channel pages, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My Facebook is Transformation for Success. So if you missed today's show, remember you can download it later for your listening pleasure. So welcome, Danielle. How are you doing today? Barbara, wow, what an introduction! I'm doing great. How are you doing today? I'm doing great on this rainy day, but you know what? We got sunshine in here, you know. We always do,
2: <laughs> we always do, <laughs>
1: yeah. And so, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. And I, I'm sure the listeners are going to be absolutely fascinated with the journey you've traveled. To oh, be thank
2: with- you. It's my pleasure and my honor to be here, Barbara. Thank
1: you. Well, I'm telling you, it's been a a wonderful journey. It's been some with some downs and some ups, but you know, that's what Mm -hmm. life journeys are all about. Mm -hmm. So I want to jump right in and have you walk me through your progression in your life transformation, how it began, and what events precipitated it.
2: Okay, well, I'm, I'm very happy to share it. I'm an open book about something that's very often depressing and upsetting to some mm-hmm. people, so I'll issue a trigger warning right now. If, if discussion about rape is upsetting or triggering for you, you might not want to listen to this right now, but mm-hmm. if you do, I want just to prepare you that that's what my topic, part of my topic is about. Um, my life changed in a blink instant, I like to call it, like the book Blink, and mm-hmm. um, when I was kidnapped and assaulted in November of 2005, I was kidnapped and raped and held against my will for hours, and um, my book details all of that. So I'll get into that a little bit more. But I really feel, although that happened in 2005, I feel the transformation in my life really began. Although that life changed in an instant in '05, in the transformation began in 2009 when mm-hmm. I realized I was kind of swimming against the current, trying to get back to my old life. Mm-hmm. And I had to allow what was, in effect, the death of what my life had been so Mm -hmm. that a rebirth could begin for me.
1: You know, that's interesting you say that. And I want to bookmark that because I think um, so many people, and I know you've found this in in crisis counseling and and some of your journeys with other folks, is that they carry that with them. They don't let it die. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I talked about the death of relationships on a recent show Mm -hmm. about there's some relationships, you know, we talk about having funerals. For, relation, mm-hmm. for funerals for people who die. We need to have funerals for experiences in our life and absolutely funerals for relationships. So I really thank you for that because a lot of people, if you're out there, listeners need to know how you were able to allow that to become a death experience. So tell me, were there certain things that you did to allow that not to just absorb you and consume you?
2: There were. There were. Mm-hmm. I kind of have a, a, a step-by-step plan, and that's mm-hmm. detailed in my book that you okay. just mentioned, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that because the death of who you are, I mean, it is, in effect, a murder when you go through violence. As a child, as you go, if you go through violence of being molested or kidnapped mm-hmm. or domestic violence or rape, all these traumatic things that people like to, to not talk about but that many of us have lived through, it's, it is, it's, such, it's a soul injury And it's a spirit injury, and I think that someone tried to murder your soul and spirit, and in some ways they have succeeded, but not if you come through intact, you can revive your spirit and soul, but you Uh have to let go of what was to a degree, so you're not holding on to this image of who you thought you were. And I was, I was 37 years old. It's been over a decade now for me.
3: Mm-hmm. And I'll
2: tell you, just so much changes. Your ability to trust, your sense of safety, your mm-hmm. idea of what is and isn't possible in life. I never thought this could happen to me. Uh, you know, once mm-hmm. you've heard things that you've heard about, you've only heard about them or watched movies about it, once it touches you, you're different. And, um, That's true. That's yeah, true. And I'm happy to take you through the steps because my book, Expect Delays, is about, well, I use driving imagery and I'll tell you why, the, mm-hmm. the cover you'll see it. It says, expect delays on the front, just like the sign. Uh And the driving imagery is because life is a journey. We know that. And, and just to sort of swerve from one lane into the next, when you're in these delays that you have to sort of roll with. And when you Uh learn to roll with it, you can go through the steps to facilitate healing. You just have to expect these delays and understand that something, something really intense happened to you. These delays Uh are to be expected and that it's Uh okay. It's okay Uh to take your time to heal.
1: Now, it's not like coming to a yellow light. It's like, no you know, <laughs> yellow lights, people tend to speed right through, don't they? They're trying yeah. to get to that. So, so I wanted to make that clear. It's not like a, a yellow light. It's yeah. actually like a delay. You a are delay. trying to get there on time, and the traffic is
2: horrible. So is mm-hmm. that a delay? It's true and right, when you see that expect delays sign, the idea for the title of the book actually came when I was with a friend, my my late friend Spencer Biglarian. We were in traffic on the four oh five, as we tend to be in Los Angeles where I live, where you live, so where we live, and it just it says expect delays in this giant flashing sign and you're already stuck. So you don't really need the sign, <laughs> but it's telling you and you you roll your eyes and say, Well, yeah, I'm in the delay. I'm I'm aware, thank you very much. But it's uh, it's it's actually acknowledging that delay and and my friend turned to me and said expect delays in this very dramatic baritone that he had and I said you know that's going to be the title of my book because there are so many delays that I've been going through as I was healing as I was going through these years of trying to find my way it certainly wasn't easy I didn't I didn't suddenly swerve and say oh I'm just different now and I'm going to alter my path it it took time and that's what I've written about is avoiding The falling rocks, which can be the misunderstanding of people, the legal system, all of it, and going forth anyway, and seeing those barriers. And so I use driving imagery, like the like yield, the sign yield. You have to yield to the experience at some point. You have to adjust sometimes in life, and it's really tough. So I I use all of that imagery so that people will think of it when they see signs. And they we'll know that they will be a sign for them. And also because it's something that we all see every day and we need to be reminded. It's okay. Slow down. Slow down.
1: You know, one of the things, as you were talking about that, <clears throat> I'm reminded of, um, sometimes in, it can be analogous also to in a career journey. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know we're talking about a traumatic event that happened to you. And of course, um, and to many of us, we've had things that have happened. But I just, all of a sudden, I just like, that could certainly be applied to some of the women I hear. You know, I'm in a hurry and I I can't seem to move up the career ladder fast enough. And I'm saying to them, expect delays because it's preparation. I mean, those delays absolutely are
2: preparation for you.
1: They're preparation.
2: You're exactly right. You're exactly right, and it can be applied, too, and that's why this book, I think, is for anyone Mm -hmm. as well, my book, because there are delays, and people get frantic, whether it's that they're um, in their 20s and 30s, and they think they must have a relationship now, they must have this career now. Things take time. People have multiple careers over the course of a lifetime, and (laughs) I counsel people individually, and I tell them that same thing. I'm so glad you said that, because... Barbara, you and I both know, and you've said it to me, and I took that so seriously when you spoke to me once about divine delays.
3: Well, and I was about to say that.
2: <laughs> do you remember? You said that when I you do. I do, and was? I wrote a note here
1: to say, be sure, because I tell all those single ladies out there that are waiting, you're on divine delay.
2: Yes. <laughs> and that's something I also use, and when you said that, I thought, wow, I have said that before, but probably only once. To hear it from you again really mm-hmm. made me think that is something I need to repeat, because I, I look up to you, first of all. Oh, and, I,
1: oh, thank you. Well, it's
2: the truth. You're an amazing mentor. You're an amazing woman. You're an amazing doctor. You're amazing at everything you do, and it's something to really... I mean you should you should be so so proud of yourself and I'm always just so impressed by you but it's it's something that when I heard it coming out of your mouth I thought wow there really is something to that it's not just something I think barbara young says this dr <laughs> barbara young says this and it, it meant so much to me and these these delays are we're not always on our own timetable and not everyone I don't have children I'm not meant to have children I counsel People all over the world, they can Skype with me on schedule. They can reach me at com. Uh-huh. They can call me. We can do phone sessions. I work with people that I meet in Malibu in facilities when I'm working with addiction, when I work with that issue, addiction uh-huh. and recovery. Uh-huh. And they may live in Toronto. They may live in Dublin. I end up Skyping and working with so many people and I've had clients for... For a, almost a decade, that live all over the world, and it's something that I love to do. And I love that those are my children. I call them my chickens or my ducklings. That's great. <laughs> well, you know, one of I the things. I love them. One of the
1: things that you know, knowing and meeting you, and I was intrigued by your journey. And I really applaud you of all the things that you've accomplished. And really, I look up to you too as an example mm-hmm. Thank you. for young women and seasoned women who've gone through things, how you can get through. And I'm so excited that you've written that book. And mm-hmm. I really want women to get that book because I think it will really help so many women, not only, as you said, just that may have had a trauma of rape or some other things, but really as we go through life and careers, mm-hmm. a career journey, even a relationship journey to expect delays. But, you know, um, I thought about when you look back um uh, Danielle, like, mm-hmm. you know, because my daughter's name was Danielle, and when I, I met, heard your name was Dan- Danielle, I just felt this, this affinity so quickly mm. because of your name. I, you. I wondered about this, and I said, I'm going to ask her, and I hope this doesn't embarrass you in any way, but... I'm pretty hard to embarrass. <laughs> but Well, when you look back over uh, what happened in November 2005, mm-hmm. I my question was, did you ever feel in retrospect, in any way, that you were prepared
2: how to survive it. You know what? That is such a good question, Barbara. You have some really good questions, I'll tell you that. That is an excellent question, because I did. And I'll tell you what prepared me, and I think Mm -hmm. it's something that all women, all people, but especially women, need to take under advisement, is that um, I had taken self-defense classes, and I talk about that in my book. Mm -hmm. I had had them maybe 15 years prior to this happening, Mm -hmm. but those things that they have you practice your worst fear. You know, what, what, uh-huh. my worst fear was being pinned down on the ground or waking up and someone's pinning me down. And they have you act that out and work in the self-defense class so that you would know what to do in that situation. Uh-huh. And it absolutely uh-huh. helped me. I moved my windpipe away from being crushed. I moved my body in a certain way. I, I was assaulted and, and sexually assaulted, raped repeatedly. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. The, knowing that anything you do, that you did it all, all perfectly well if you survived. And knowing that and that my only goal was to survive this experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was number one. And number two was sort of being able to be uh, removed from my body, which happens anyway. You just mm-hmm. associate. Mm-hmm. You just do when you're in a, in a right. really traumatic experience and you think, right. this is how that feels. I've heard, I've seen it, but this is what that feels like. And it honestly, I, I was prepared in a way because I've always... Um, I've always kind of thought about it, and it's something that we should think about because things happen in life, and and it's it's nice to have some sort of preparedness and some training. I just
1: felt that in my spirit, that because we are God-created human beings, things happen, but I've always felt somehow, deep down inside, there has been preparation for that, because he already knew, because you were predestined, preordained, he already knew God your creator that that would happen to you and I believe that you were
2: prepared to
1: survive it and that's why I wanted to ask you that question wow
2: well, I appreciate that question. I truly do. And and it's interesting. I had had um, I don't believe like I don't believe children attract any kind of horror, horrible things that happen to them. I don't think I attracted no. this in any way. No. So every now and then I've had people with that sort of the secret type question, did you attract this? What were you doing? Oh. And people do <laughs> ask things like that because it's it's a way of trying to normalize things for themselves. Right. They're trying to make sense of right. something nonsensical and they're trying to distance themselves from it by saying, Well, that can't happen to me because I'm not doing A, B, or C. So it, it will happen quite a bit, and I write about that as well. When people have questions that seem really painful to answer, or that you I think, bet. "Why are you blaming me?" Right. and it's um, it's not your fault. Nothing that happens to us that's that's tragic and traumatic like this is your fault. But uh, I do I do agree with you that sometimes there's something that is uh, going to happen, and I'll tell you about a little more about that later. But I had okay. sort of a precognitive, precognitive okay. knowing. I always had okay. a safe room in my house or a lock on my door. It didn't happen to me at my house.
1: Well, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back as I've got a lot of more things to ask you that will help other people in that healing process. So listeners, don't go away. We're gonna be right back after a quick commercial break. And thank you for listening.
2: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
3: Looking for something new and exciting? It's finally here. Yes, introducing a new Internet TV network. Transformation success with founder, president, CEO, and Voice America radio talk show host, Dr. Barbara Young. So listeners, you can now see Dr. Young each week on her new show, The Total Woman, along with her co-hosts from around the globe. And there are several channel categories to engage you, such as financial, health and wellness, personal empowerment, music to inspire, inspiration and motivation, career, professional development, and did I mention Dream Connections? This is your personal invitation to view the Transformation Success TV Network each week on Fridays for your viewing pleasure at the voiceamerica.tv network.
2: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
1: Hi there, and welcome back to my show today, Transformation for Success with the fabulous Dr. Danielle Delaney. And she is one of my favorite people. <laughs> and she's also <laughs> the inspiring host also on Voice America. And today, she I'm so happy to have her. She has her own radio show called The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. So we're talking today about a very, I think, Very interesting topic today about how to reclaim your life really after a trauma. She's written a book called Expect Delays, How to Reclaim Your Life, Light, and Soul After Trauma. So, Danielle, I want to ask you, you know, we talked about what had happened to you. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that out of all of this, this is going to be another strange question. What makes you feel special today?
2: Oh, that's, a, that's really a, a unique and beautiful question, Barbara. I'd say what makes me, and thank you for that, what makes me feel special today is that I'm still here. You okay. know, it's but, by the, but for the grace of God. I will watch Dateline, 48 Hours, 2020. I'm into all of that stuff. I don't know why, uh-huh. but I always have been drawn to it. And my mother will call me and say, you know, I hate when they say I, they found her body because I found my own body. And, and I woke up. I had been, I'd been knocked unconscious, but I -hmm. saved my life. I found myself. And it was one of those things where, I am grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be here more than you know, here on your show, and here on this planet. I almost wasn't. I very nearly wasn't alive. And um, it's it makes me feel special that I was spared, and it makes me feel that there is more of a purpose for me here than what I had previously thought. I couldn't possibly be here to be only in front of a camera, which was my previous incarnation. I was a model and actress for 17, well, actually for 20 years from 17 to yeah, 37. right.
0: You've and I lot.
2: completely switched lanes, you know, completely. So I, I just feel like it's it was special that I was spared in one way or another. I did go through all of this trauma and pain and suffering, physical as well as emotional injury mm-hmm. and PTSD, mm-hmm. and we'll talk some more about it. But I just, uh, I, that's a great question. I feel special and unique just for being here. I feel special that I'm that I'm here, that I'm alive.
1: I, I'm, I'm glad you're here too, because I know that this special lady has helped so many individuals out there. And... This is another question too. You know, when you when you go through experiences like this, and the ones that you've had, and other other one, you are able to come out of it and feel still today feel special. But in other words, though, and that you're helping other people in the healing process. Mm-hmm. So, what inspired you to be authentic and you know transparent? Because just because you go through an experience and heal doesn't mean you're going to be transparent and help somebody else. Right. I do know that. Right. So <clears throat> what inspired you to help others in, in their healing process?
2: Well, you know, I've grown up around healers. My father is a doctor, Dr. Richard Allen Williams. Yes. (laughs) And my mother is an artist and a sculptor. She carves stone. She creates beautiful things and Mm -hmm. sculpting and welding and carves marble and alabaster and raised four of us in such a loving and gentle way, which I don't often see with a lot of mothers. I see them snapping at their children and the way they speak to them in the the store or anywhere. And I think, wow, I've really had a loving, gentle, kind mother. And I was with her when I was healing. I I had to move in with her. It's was another story. It's all in the book. And um, I really wasn't doing so well in the beginning. So if you're not uh-huh. doing well, to the listeners out there, it's it's not unusual. You've gone through quite a bit. And it, it takes uh-huh. a while to figure out how to dodge the falling rocks and the barriers and to get through this experience. And that you can't go around it or over it. You have to go through. And she's very spiritual and very loving and said, you're moving in with me. Because she kept seeing just, you know, more tragedies coming toward me as I was living my life on a slippery slope there and really dealing with a lot of um, of trauma and suffering and pain and depression. And uh, I, she inspired me. She did. She cut out a speak out event um, from the newspaper and she's never been pushy. She's the mm-hmm. one who just sort of urges me to do things at my own in my own time, which is a beautiful thing to be given. And she cut it out of the paper that it was a speak out event for victims of rape and, and violent crime and just left it on the table. And I saw It and I kind of molded over for a couple days, Mm -hmm. didn't think I was going to go. And then all of a sudden that night I thought, I'm going. And I got dressed and went. She asked if I wanted her to come with me, mm-hmm. and I said no. I wanted to do this by myself. And no one was getting up on stage. And they would put so much effort into this event. Mm-hmm. And since I am not shy and had been a performer, I felt like you know what I'm going to get up there and talk about what has been helpful to me, mm-hmm. and that I just am so grateful not to feel alone. That I was with a community of people who'd been through trauma. So the Speak Out event was really the catalyst for everything. I got up and spoke about what happened to me, which books were helping me, which mm-hmm. therapists were and weren't helpful what I was feeling inside and just really didn't hold back and afterwards the facilitators of the event said we would like you to take some additional courses to add to your psychology degree we'd like you to study with sexual assault crisis agency and Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. work with us and so that was it that was the moment and I felt like really and they said yes people keep coming up and asking how they can reach you you need to get out there and speak to people about this and it was life altering
1: you know uh, good for you because uh, I know you have met Probably, I'm going to ask that question too because I know you've met a lot of women and men in this on um, along your journey that maybe they have not done as well as you um, because maybe their personality or other issues that they did not make that turn in their lives for the better. Mm. They made the turn for the worse. Mm. Maybe to go into prostitution. Maybe mm-hmm. going to drugs mm-hmm. to medicate the pain. So. How do you how do you handle clients that you've had in the past that may not have been able to take your advice or the steps that we're going to talk about the five steps? But but that bothers me, and I've always wondered about that things can happen to people. Maybe mm-hmm. the same thing. One will come out of it, and become successful such as you able to talk and share and be open about it and someone else went off into another area maybe the dark side right and and didn't survive right and it's all to me I look at it is it a matter of choice is it that
2: simple that it's just you choose you know what that's another really good question, Barbara, and I, I think I have an answer for you. I feel that it's both. I feel it's sort of a twofold, a twofold answer, because it's definitely a choice to decide that you're not having it. I just was not mm-hmm. having it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going mm-hmm. to have my life destroyed mm-hmm. by this group of men in this car that had me mm-hmm. for hours, because that's what they wanted. They wanted to break my spirit. They wanted to break my soul. And I'm a fighter, and I come from a long line of very strong fighters in my family, mm-hmm. women and men, and my heritage and my history and my grandparents and my parents and i am a fighter so i think some of it's genetic i really do i think some of i fought for my life and won and i am proud of that but i also did go to support groups and i did go to you know to therapy it was huge i think everyone needs to seek counseling men who are assaulted women who were assaulted men under report so believe me the statistics are way lower but than that means
1: think. but that means telling my secret if that
2: you're means secret people may
1: shame complaint. or just like you. What did yes. you do? Did you do something to cause this to happen to you? Right. Uh, were you wearing sexy clothing? Clothing or, or you know, it's and it always and you have that it. victim mentality that's exactly. running in your head.
2: That maybe I maybe I did something. Right, and you people <coughs> blame the victim. They blame the victim so often. And like I was saying before the break, that happens because it's a phenomenon how that happens. It is people mm-hmm. trying to make sense of something nonsensical, and if they can make sense. Of of it by saying, oh, well, it's what she was wearing. It's what she drank. It's what he did. It's what he drank. It's what they did. It's where they were. It makes it, they they can get some distance from it and say, well, that won't happen to me. Nobody wants to accept that there isn't a uh, time of day that is that is the le- most likely rape time or the crime time or domestic violence time or natural disaster time, all these traumatic things that can happen to a person. But they can happen at any time of day. And in my support group that I went to to help me through this, um, you know, years and years ago, a couple of the girls have been institutionalized, some of the women. Uh, there was a man there as well. There were some women who had been stalked. There were women who've gone through so many things. And over the years, I have learned that some people barely survive and some people thrive, and some people have post-traumatic stress disorder, which I did suffer with for some time, and, and rape trauma syndrome, and some people have post-traumatic growth, and I had post-traumatic growth after post-traumatic stress, and not everyone has that. A lot mm-hmm. of it has to do with finding the right modality for therapy, you know, for mm-hmm. mental health care, and there are different things that I explore, which are also in my book, and by the way, the book is at expectdelaysbook.com or okay. Amazon. You Expect can just Google
1: it.
2: Exactly. Expect you, book.com is a way to get it and you can learn more about it. And it's, um, it really does speak to that, that, uh, you know, there are some people who have trouble bouncing forward and moving forward and having that growth. I have a colleague named uh, Dr. Michaela Haas, PhD, who wrote a book called bouncing forward. And uh, she knew Maya Angelou. She knew Temple Grand. And I interviewed her on my show, actually on the real deal with Danielle Delaney. And she talks a lot about post-traumatic growth and it is very individual. But in my book, which is very different from hers and from my other colleagues, I really talk about what you need to do to try to get to that place. And I wish I had had this book, which is why I wrote it. That's the one and only reason. Mm -hmm. I wish Mm -hmm. that I had had this particular book to help me.
1: Well, what are some – can you succinctly sort of in the time that we do have Mm -hmm. talk about the five steps uh, that you tell your your patients to – facilitate a healing from a trauma and how to transform their lives, because I really would like to get a few of those out
2: today. Five steps. I would like to as well. I would like to as well. I think I'm using some of the driving imagery that I use as well in the book. It's um, Mm -hmm. seeing the sign barriers ahead. When you see those barriers ahead, which is you know, friends not understanding you, dealing with the with the justice system and you're feeling that you're not getting justice, dealing with the trauma, the insomnia, all of it. There are a lot of barriers when you go through these things, but going forth anyway, continuing to push through, not trying to go around or over, not dealing with others' ideas and issues about what happened to you, but really seeing those barriers for what they are. They are barriers, but you can mm-hmm. go forth anyway. And then another step, number two, mm-hmm. I would call it, would be falling rocks, avoiding falling rocks. And those falling rocks can be finding the wrong therapist and stopping there instead of continuing to look for a rape crisis counselor or continuing to Google and search and ask and just push. So avoiding those falling rocks, avoiding Mm -hmm. the places and people and things that bring you down. So that's step two is really self-care, getting counseling, avoid the falling rocks. Um, Step three, I would say is yield. When you look at the sign yield, you know what you need to do. You slow down, right? Right. So you yield to your experience. You have to adjust. You have to shift gears, and that is a huge step. And then I'd say step four, I will say step four, is that sign that says slippery when wet. I want people to see that sign because slippery when wet, to me and in my book, talks about self-medicating. And it's a slippery slope, and it's, uh, it's friends who self-medicate are unpredictable, and so are we so it's really taking the time to realize is this serving me does this serve my spirit and my soul do I need to be doing this am I skidding into dangerous territory Uh so watch out for slippery when wet and then lastly I would say detour and merge which are chapters in my book as well when you realize you are still you you just are another version of you and you need to merge with this experience and integrate it into who you are and I am living proof that that is possible I believe that. But
1: all of these all of these steps see the barriers for what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what they are. Because sometimes I like this <laughs> could be friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A, A lot of the time. Members. Um, avoid the falling rocks. In other words, you can get therapists that are not the right therapists for you. Mm-hmm. And so you want to mm-hmm. avoid those places and friends and Realize that you want to be better and not bitter.
2: That's Dr. Barbara Young added. That's that. huge. <laughs> That's wonderful. I love that. Better, not bitter. Very important. And so, yield to your
1: experience. Uh, now, when I say yield, when you say yield to your experience, you want when the yield sign it says slow down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in that slow down period, what are you doing? Are you uh, because one of the things I thought about, and this is this is just Dr. Barbara again, mm-hmm. about in the yielding to the experience, it's like writing it down, maybe writing it, mm-hmm. writing out what happened, and then
2: burning it. Wow, that's a very powerful way to cope with things—to to sort of um, turn it to ashes. You know, ashes well, to ashes, it, dust to dust, and there you toilet. go. That I can mean, be very you powerful.
1: Can tear it up in pieces, flesh. You know, that's just me. Uh, my mind racing. Of of when you have had and even if it's been a bad marriage, bad relationship, we're we're talking about rape and but there are other uh, experiences oh, so many that kinds are traumatizing of trauma. as well. So many kinds of trauma, exactly. <clears throat> so that I have actually counseled uh, people who've had some experiences, maybe not rape, or because I'm I'm not a rape counselor, but to with their experiences they can't seem to get over and the healing process mm-hmm. the forgiving process forgiving yourself forgiving others and I said right we're going to write it out everything in detail that happened to you mm-hmm. I call it the total forgiveness letter <laughs> wow I think, think that's a out. very
2: that's a very powerful way to look at it well, and I think that can be a very powerful I'm process angry, for some
1: people I I have resentment. It's acknowledging that I've been hurt Mm -hmm. and the pain it created. You know, because sometimes just talking it out. But I say write it out, look at it, own it, and tear it up or burn it. Wow.
2: I like that. I like the I Dr. Barbara way. I <laughs> do. I do. And I would like to add to that, you know, get the counseling you need. Some yes. people can do it on their own. They can journal, they can write it down, they can do that. But some people really need that support system and they need that daily or weekly contact or the ability to call a hotline, the rape crisis Hotlines or yes. RAIN national hotline, R-A-I-N-N. You know, there's there's so many different ways of yielding to your experience, but it is about acknowledging that it happened and believing right. that it happened right. and handling it. Right.
1: Because some people can go in denial. Well, and I'm thinking about something that happened um, to people years ago, and Mm -hmm. they are putting it so far in the back that they actually believe it didn't happen. And we're going to take a break. We're going to be right back because we're going to talk about how you counsel individuals about religion or interfaith spirituality that connects them with some of the main points about health and soul and spirit. So, listeners, we're going to be right back. Thank you for listening.
2: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
3: Looking for something new and exciting? It's finally here. Yes, introducing a new internet TV network. Transformation success with founder, president, CEO, and Voice America radio talk show host, Dr. Barbara Young. So listeners, you can now see Dr. Young each week on her new show, The Total Woman, along with her co-hosts from around the globe. And there are several channel categories to engage you, such as financial, health and wellness, personal empowerment, music to inspire, inspiration and motivation, career, professional development, and did I mention dream connections? This is your personal invitation to view the Transformation Success TV network each week on Fridays for your viewing pleasure at the voiceamerica.tv network.
2: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
0: This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 1-888- 888 346-9141 You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com Now, back to this week's program.
1: And welcome back to Transformation for Success show today with my guest, Dr. Danielle Delaney. She has a show on Voice America as well called The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. And we're talking a lot about her book, which is called Expect Delays, How to Reclaim Your Life, Light, and Soul After Trauma. She has a doctorate of theology. I think I mentioned that. She's a certified crisis intervention counselor, specialist in addiction and recovery, aftercare, rape counselor's rape, crisis counselor, spiritual counselor, and she's a sober coach and interventionist. You know, we are having a great conversation today. <laughs> and I am so excited. I, I got to calm down <laughs> oh, <Barbara. laughs> because we want to help you out there, listeners. And so what sh- we're talking about are past traumas, our experiences that you've had in your life mm-hmm. and how she was raped and Held hostage and was able to survive this wonderful lady today, and to keep her spirit free. And I love her. And Delane, I'm telling thank you, Danielle, I love you. Back. You have that 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 special quality, and I thank God that you've retained it. That that I know there's something that you know, still that little girl inside, mm, which thank you. they didn't steal. So they did not take your spirit, and it's still there, and your light. So Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful that you're on the show today. So we were talking about the five steps before we went on break, Mm -hmm. and I kind of was getting off with three, yield to your experiences, and then I like this about number four, slippery when wet. And that, she talked about Mm self-medication. So you really have to be careful, I guess, with the self-medication because some people can go off the deep end with that. Oh, especially,
2: yes. And it's a a very slippery slope, and that's when you really do need to watch out for who you call your friends. Because a lot of people are happy to keep you miserable. They misery (laughs) loves company, and they want to be right there with you. So whether you're going through trauma from a relationship, trauma from an assault, trauma from a miscarriage, trauma from a breakup, trauma from a natural disaster, or anything, it can be anything. Trauma is on a continuum, and some things are traumatic to one person that wouldn't be to another. But there are a lot of people that don't like to see you get better. I hate to say it, but they exist. And you so, want to watch who you surround yourself with. You need to be careful. So and not that's slippery true. when wet. I mean, you can always be careful on your own. But self-medicating is just, it's, a, it's very attractive to a lot of people going through uh, trauma sure, and depression. I'm sure it
1: would be. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, number five, the detour and merge. Yes. Meaning,
2: uh, it, uh, flesh that out just a little bit for me. I will. Detour. I'm happy to, Barbara. I'm just so happy to be here as well and just delighted that you invited me. The detour is really that moment where you can realize that you're not where you were before, but that there are forks in the road and that you need to take one of them. That you need to look at them, and they're all different. They don't mm-hmm. have to all leave the same place. You know, all those who wander are not lost. Mm-hmm. And you need to to sort of pick something, pick a lane, go somewhere. And sometimes people need to relocate. You're not married to the location where you live, or mm-hmm. where this happened to you, or okay. to this roommate. Okay. Or to anything. I get you. You can move forward. So that's a detour. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different ways to do that, and they can explore that in my book too. But merge is my final chapter for a reason, because merge Mm -hmm. from demolition, which is my beginning chapter, from that event that totals your life, whatever that may be, life as you Mm -hmm. knew it, Mm -hmm. which is different for everyone. But merging is when you can merge with your experience, when you can integrate it into who you are, when you can really stops getting into those territories and danger zones that harm you. And the way to do that and emerge victorious over this while you merge is very carefully. It's very carefully. You need guidance which is why I recommend a lot of counseling, Uh and seeking it out, no matter what. If you hit a roadblock, find another counselor. Keep trying. And Uh having a supportive family or friend is wonderful, but not everyone has that. So keep looking outside of yourself for it, but you also need to look inward. And I do a lot of spiritual counseling. I'm a doctor Uh in theology and divinity, but interfaith theology and divinity, so I am not at all admonishing anyone to... (laughs) to live one way or live another way. I Mm -hmm. absolutely was not trained to do that. I went to an interfaith esoteric seminary. So um, in addition to my psychological degree, from learning everything I learned at UCLA, learning all the things I did, this theological degree and doctorate really helped me to answer those existential questions for myself and for others of why. And instead of why, it's why not. When you look at what the statistics are, it can happen to anyone. Can happen mm-hmm. to anyone, and most trauma does it visits all of us, it visits us in different ways. Right. So, it's, you know, it's, it's really funny. That. It's,
1: it's really funny. Uh, it is really funny, funny. But mm-hmm. when, when you said detour and merge, mm-hmm. I, I drew this picture of merging the spirit and soul, integrating like merging my mm-hmm. soul and my spirit your soul, which is your emotions, mm-hmm. your spirit, which is exactly. your intuition. So I was, I was thinking when you said merge, it's like uh, settling that within my soul. It didn't damage my soul, and it didn't damage my spirit, and being able now to be grounded yes. with the right counselor, that yes. I can actually
2: talk about it, and it's like I have no emotion with it. Exactly. And that okay. is actually how it, how it sort of, the evolution of, of, of driving through your experience of trauma, it does end up with that. It's, it's, it, people almost have a flat affect when they're talking about this after a long period of time. I mean, I don't cry when I speak about it because I do public speaking well, about this. I healed. teach about this. You're I are healed from it. Pardon? What
1: I would say is that you're healed in the sense that
2: the integration has happened with your spirit and your soul. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And it wasn't an easy process. It takes time. I'm, but I sure. absolutely agree with that. And its uh, I felt like my spirit wasn't broken, but my soul mm-hmm. was broken, but it was broken open. And I didn't realize that in the beginning. And when my soul was broken open, it allowed more light to enter and more darkness to enter. And I had to really fight that darkness right. and fight that that urge to, to disappear and that urge to self-medicate and that urge to, and believe me, I did all of that. Right. Right. I did all of that. And I, I believe in AA. I believe in Al-Anon. I believe in mm-hmm. smart recovery. I believe in reaching for addiction and recovery therapists or right. treatment facilities. I believe in all of that. Whatever you need, reach for that life raft. You know, a drowning person doesn't need swimming lessons. They need a life raft. So reach for what you can. And, and there's no shame in that. You just need help and support. But I agree with you. It's a merging of spirit and soul. And that's why I call it Reclaim, How You Reclaim Your yeah, Life, I saw Light and Soul. Like, yeah, because what I've heard from
1: just a few of the women who've shared over the years with me, oh God, I used to think I had a sign on my back um, <laughs> because people would come in, women would come in and they would share with me um, their personal experience of rape or incest. And I say, oh my goodness, but um, the, the spirit was so damaged that they would say, why did God let this happen to me? And so that's where, for me, that that spirit has to be renewed in the sense that it is not God. He, you, you know how people will say, "Well, why did God take my child? Mm-hmm. Why, why God does not take a life, take a child?" You know. So anyway, working through that, people have different ways so if they work through that. And I'm glad you bring that up. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what do what are some of the main points that you make that are are strong components for health and transformation in a spiritual sense.
2: In a spiritual sense, I would say meditation is absolutely mm-hmm. imperative that, to have that peaceful time mm-hmm. with yourself and with God as you understand it and as an inner mm-hmm. faith theological doctrine. I have to say, you know, it, it's I'll tell you a funny quick story. I was in an Al-Anon meeting once, and I didn't understand what they were talking about with God, as you understand him, This is a decade ago. And now, I had a handyman here hanging up a picture of Roger Moore, James Bond, you know, with his bow tie. And right. he said, that's not James Bond. Sean Connery's James Bond. And he's older than I am. I said, that's James Bond, as I understand him. <laughs> and I realized I was speaking theologically. It's God as you understand it. So, it, it's really interesting that different people will think different ways. And I did write about the forgiveness fallacy, as I call it in my book as well. I don't think you have to forgive your perpetrator in a certain way. That's a choice. And I think there's a lot of gurus and healers out there that say you must do that and that forgiveness starts with that and healing starts with that, pardon me. And I believe that your, forget, your healing is not tied to how you behave or feel about anyone else other than yourself. So I think meditation, I think if you are a spiritual person that believes in a religion, pursue that but if you are not that's perfectly fine there is spirit and healing in being outdoors looking at mountains the ocean the birds the butterflies the the clean air and just making Mm -hmm. sure you get outside because it's real tough to do that when you're depressed or traumatized and you know that extra push to do that just getting in touch with with earth and nature is very Mm -hmm. grounding touch a tree Touch a, a stone. I believe in all of that. I think grounding techniques are very important. So I write a lot about that. I really do. And it's it's being healthy. It's treating yourself like this is your only body to live in because it is, and it belongs to you no matter what happened. And it's the place that you have to live. It's the only one you've got. So treat it well. Feel it well. As we use driving imagery, you don't want to feed yourself cheap petrol. So also don't <laughs> feed your body garbage. So. It's it's all about taking care of you. It really is. And anyone who wants to reach out to me, I'm, I'm at Danielle Delaney Counseling dot com, Delaney Counseling at Gmail dot com is my email. Um, my show is The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney on Voice America. You can Google that. At Twitter, I'm uh, at It's Danny Delaney. That's I T S D A N I D E L A N E Y. And on Instagram, I am at Danny Delaney. On Facebook and LinkedIn, I'm Danielle Delaney Counseling, Inc. So that's a lot of websites. And then for speaking and and, uh, hosting and any voiceover or talking about these things, i like to be of public service. I do have a website called Delangerous Productions where I'm available for all of that for hosting and and teaching because I think that's really important to continue to pay it forward.
1: I have some more questions for you, lady. (laughs) I'm ready to answer them. (laughs) I love your questions. You have some really clever ones. No, and really, it's sort of um, some. It's intriguing to to talk about some of these issues because really, they are they're occurring more and more today. I find, Uh, and a lot of this, and I'm getting back to this issue of forgiveness because Mm -hmm. I've had so many women in my seminars over the years that really, really uh, have other challenges. As a result of the unforgiveness, and what I'm going to say is that they are usually they have uh, headaches, migraine headaches. They'll have yeah, they uh, manifest physical, the physical manifestations. I and I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you, uh, have you have you found in your practices that there are a lot of physical manifestations as a result of their they're holding in <clears throat> what are harboring? you know, what has happened to them. And a lot of, you know, again, it's resentment. Why did this happen to me? You know, uh, why me? I haven't done anything to to anyone. So what have you found in terms of, and I thought about that in terms of wellness and health, Mm -hmm. because it's not just mental, but the physical aspects too. That's an astounding
2: question and so insightful, Barbara, because I work with adults molested as children. I've worked Mm -hmm. with human trafficking victims and survivors. I've worked with so many people and someone will tell me a problem about their husband or wife and I'll say, he has stomach issues. Did something happen to him very young, or did something happen to her very young, or did something happen? And they say, how did you know that? And a lot of it will be in digestive. A lot of it will be, you know, presenting itself in medical conditions. And it's it, it really is true that you are as sick as your secrets in the most in the most um, literal way. That mm-hmm. you can become very ill by by harboring a lot of suffering and pain and not talking about it and not opening up about it. I think it cancer can feed on that cancerous cells. I really do believe in that. And I think that a holistic approach to really being mindful and healing and doing cognitive behavioral therapy, I can't say it enough, talk therapy, talk therapy, talk therapy, and learning about different modalities. There's something called EMDR, which is very helpful. There's um, mm-hmm. there's different neurological kinds of treatments that you can do. Uh, there's, there's just so many different ways of, of healing. And I do believe that that's an absolute truth, that people can manifest and present things uh, physically that they've right. been holding in. Right. And I
1: sort of noticed that right away with a lot of individuals. <coughs> mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know, I'm sure,
1: uh, you know, today that there are so many individuals that are going through traumatic events and they haven't shared them or they haven't sought a counselor. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give them? We're about to wrap up the show. That's so okay. I got one last word. What advice would you give for those people who are not... Uh, they haven't shared and they haven't sought a counselor. I
2: would say go. That's my one word advice go. Go and do it. Go reach where? out. <laughs> Google, look online, okay. call me, call the show, call Bar- Dr. Barbara Young's show, call- reach out. And looking for help is something that's very brave and unusual and unique and special. Not everyone can do it. But if you need help and you feel that you need it, just go. Just do it.
1: Go. Go. All right, or just do it. So those of you out there who may be going through something you never shared with anybody, not even your mother, maybe not even your husband. Um, there have been many wives that have been raped. They never told their husbands. And so our children out there are teenagers. Or it was their husband. Yeah, or it could have been. Right. But I do know that there are so many instances and so many cases. They're too numerous even to, to, to try to share here today. But if that's you, please seek help. And help is there for you. Dr. Delaney, I have this last question. And this is another. This is a tough one. (laughs) But (laughs) what kind of life lessons would you be willing to pay for?
2: What kind of life lessons would I be willing to pay for? What do you mean pay, pay for? Money. Money pay money. What kind of life (laughs) lessons would I be willing to pay for? Anything that causes more spiritual growth. I actually do pay for life lessons that cause me spiritual and emotional growth because you're stuck with yourself 24-7. People think it's outside of them, and it's not. It's that old, you had it all along, my dear, from the Wizard of Oz. You've got it. You've got it. It's within you. So I think anything, whether it's courses or counseling, some people think it's not within their reach. There's some free counseling or sliding scale counseling, but... Um, you know, you you got to pay to learn and to grow, and I, I will absolutely, that is the life experience I'll pay for, is anything that feeds my soul.
1: Absolutely wonderful. You know, I want to thank you so much today. and oh, As I close
2: the show today, I just
1: want to thank Dr. Delaney for being so authentic and transparent today and sharing her story. And I truly hope that many of you will take her advice, seek help, reclaim your life, your light and your soul as she did. So I encourage you, stay positive and resilient and be transformed with success. Until next week, this is Dr. Barbara Young, your Transformation for Success host. Keep well on your journey to success. Be blessed.